What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGuinness. This is Nick and Matt Jackson. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. This is Mike Mondo. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is the Info Red Titus. This is the king of old school, Steve Freno. The ROH Podcast. Or is it ROH Cast at ROHWorld.com? Stay tuned, wankers, or I'll give you the tower of London. Two, two. Two, two. Two, two. Two, two. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to episode 67 of ROHCast. My name's Harry, I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHworld.com and uh, it's sort of a reunion here. The three co-founders of ROHCast are back. I'm here with Stephen, he is the other co-owner and the editor of the website. Hello everyone. And the man, simply known as Podcast's Worst Nightmare, John. How's it going? To be Podcast's Worst Nightmare, I realize I'm really polite to start the show every week. <laughs> It shows you how professional we are, that we've we've got a co-founder who's podcast's worst nightmare. Exactly. But uh, yeah, it's been a while since it's been the three of us on the show, I think. You know, we had me disappearing, John disappearing, getting held hostage, so it's good to have us back. And uh, this week is, is all about Final Battle. It takes place this Sunday, December 16th, live on iPay-Per-View. And uh, we're going to do a full preview of all of the matches now. And... Uh, this is not the only episode of our Rich Cast this week. There'll be another one on Thursday. Can you believe it? Can you handle that much our Rich Cast? I don't know if anyone can. I definitely can't. No, I. <laughs> but uh, yeah, in the news, we'll be announcing what's going on there. So uh, we'll start the show as we always do by talking about the latest Ring of Honor on SBG TV show. But to, uh, in the interest of saving time, trying to keep this under an hour, um, we're just going to do a very quick recap of the results of the TV show. And then we'll move on to the news, and then we'll spend the majority of the show previewing the big pay-per-view this weekend. So uh, this week's show had three matches. Um, they're sticking to that format for quite a while now, which is always a good thing. Um, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, known here as Team and Fishing. Now, some of some people might not understand that name. So, you know, John, you explain things on this show. Why are they called Team and Fishing? The team includes... Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. Kyle O'Reilly used to be part of Team Ambition, and Ambition and Fission sound sort of similar, so you take the Fission from Bobby Fish's last name and combine it to the Am from Team Ambition, and there you have it, Team Ambition. That's better than I ever could have expected, John. Um, and they def- I'm a they professional. Defe- <laughs> they defeated the Bravados. Stephen, what's going on? Nah, it's disgusting. Um, Jay Lethal defeated Chris Silvio. That's a surprise. Yeah, unbeatable Jay Lethal getting a win. Never would have thought that. Um, and then for the ROH World Title, Kevin Steen retained against Mike Bennett via package power driver. Which now, <laughs> when was this made legal? Was it part of his demands or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, after the uh, Killer Instinct incident. Yeah. Incidents. Yes. So, uh, well, yeah, that was this week's TV show. So now we'll move on to the news, which you can always find during the week at rohworld.com. But unfortunately, we recorded last week's show on Friday, and now we're doing this on a Tuesday, so that not much has happened over the weekend, but we wanted to get this show out early in the week, so there's plenty of time to hear it before Final Battle. We're 
want to start off with a little bit of sad news this week, as Noah legend Kenta Kobashi announced his retirement due to injuries. And I know a lot of Ring of Honor fans also like pure puro wrestling, and Kobashi made an appearance in Ring of Honor when he wrestled Samoa Joe in what's considered one of the best matches in Ring of Honor history, if not the best match. So we would just like to say, you know, thank you to Kenta Kobashi for everything he's done for professional wrestling. Now, for some more fun news, this Thursday... Wait, 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 wait. I think we need a, a drum roll ready. I'll, I'll find one. You hype it up and I'll get a... This is, is going to be the big return to RHCast that we've all been expecting. and, and, we've all, and This know. is the return everybody's been waiting for. They've been yeah. begging us. People have been stopping on the street going, Podcast Worst Nightmare. When will we see this man back on the podcast? And I t- told him, you won't ever see him on the podcast because there's no video, you idiots. But you will <laughs> hear him this Thursday. And the man we are talking about, he is the man, the myth, the legend himself. I don't know if you could talk about this Thursday is none other than Prince Nana. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I am genuinely very excited about this because he was on the show back in June or something, July, and it was probably the most fun I've had during doing one of these interviews. Um, he, he seemed to dislike me a lot, which was very entertaining. So. Come on. Oh, yeah, that's very true, actually. Um, so I'm really looking forward to the interview with him on Thursday. Obviously, he's wrestling Adi Evans at um, the pay-per-view, so we're going to talk all about that. We'll find out how his training's been going, what happened with the embassy. I'm sure he'll talk about peanut butter soup and Princess Mia's gas again and who knows what else he'll talk about. So, uh, yeah, tune in this Thursday. Prince Nana returns to RHCast. And I can't think of any better news to end this week's news segment on than <laughs> Prince Nana's triumphant return. Yeah. yeah, he's returning to the ring and RHCast in the same week. I mean, that's just... Well, we'll ask him, you know, is this the greatest week of his life? You know, first RHCast and then that match. So we'll find out this Thursday. Uh, on Sunday, he's going to be putting the in to in and outside the rings. Exactly. <laughs> That's not even in our intro anymore, so no one will get that joke. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, so now, unless I'm wrong, we're, we're going to preview Final Battle. Is that correct? I believe so. You're the you're the host. You say oh, what's true. I, I don't know. I thought we might want to do the questions first. But anyway, um, there are nine matches on this card, this super card for Final Battle 2012. Ring of Honor's final, and some would say the biggest pay-per-view of the year, some people's eyes. You know, this or maybe Anniversary Show or WrestleMania Weekend, there's a lot of debate on that. But anyway, there are nine big matches um, set for the show, so we're going to run through each match, talk about the build for that match, uh, talk about what we expect from it and who we think is going to pick up the win. So uh, I can't think of a better way to start this off than with a bit of Charlie Huss. We have a New York City street fight, which I'm sure is completely different than the, was it Barrio street fight? That they Burrito had street fight. Burrito street fight, which is completely different. Um, and we have wrestling's greatest tag team, Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin, taking on the BJ Express, BJ Whitman and Rhett Titus. 
Oh, that's mad. Okay, moving on. Happen, <laughs> I mean, yeah. The, it it can't be. Excited. It can't be much worse than the matches they've already had. I mean, the matches <laughs> they've had haven't been bad. They've just been. The, the match at Glory Barner was okay, but it's not one of those matches where you go, "Wow, I want to see that again." Yeah, the problem it's... is the matches aren't bad. They're bland, which is just as bad, if not worse, than having a bad match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they always say like. If you know no reaction is uh, sorry, it's like bad reaction. Sometimes it's better than no reaction at all because you know, at least you're getting something back. But mm. yeah, I, d- I just don't see. I mean, I don't think many people are going to be very interested in this match. I mean, I know that they've, they've tried to sort of hype interest and you know with the storyline last uh, week on TV and I, you know I, I do like Carson Benjamin. <clears throat> I find them entertaining, but in the ring they've been stale for quite a while and. I don't know, with Rhett Titus and BJ Whitmer, again... I just don't think that team works. No, I don't think... Not at all. I think they're they're too similar in a kind of way. They're sort of both very sort of blandish type of characters and, you know, very Mm. good in the ring, but there's nothing really to pull you to sort of get behind them. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, either of them would be good... Because they're both, as you said, good in the ring, but in different teams, like with some other guy who's more. They, they need to. They need someone like Charlie Haas to be alongside them. Because there's no ma- there's no sort of mouthpiece with those two. I mean, Whitmer's never really been a good talker, and Titus is. Oh dear. Yeah, he's he's a bit hit and miss as well. So there's no one to really, as I say, like make you get behind them. So mm. I think so far they've been yeah quite bland and. I still, I still think Titus came back too early from his from his injuries. I know we spoke about it before, but he seems to have sort of lost sort of half a step in the ring. So hopefully he can start getting that back. And uh, as I said, you know, the, the, the matches before haven't been great. So I think this will probably be the best of the lot. And you know, they, they've given him a street fight as well, so they can make it a bit more interesting on on, on that front. So Ether. I mean, last time we saw Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team in a no no DQ match, there was Ether. So yeah, we'll see how that come back. Oh, definitely. And if I recall, you know, after Charlie Hush used the ether, it was the first time he ever said toot toot. Uh, I think it was. Maybe it was. Yeah. Yes. If they do use it, he could be toot tooting all the way through 2013. Uh, you'll get your fifteen dollars worth right there. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's going to be the name of our New Year's show. But um, who do you think is going to win this match? I have no oh. idea, to be honest. Um, Didn't, who won the last one? The Gloria Barnett? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I honestly can't remember. Um, that shows how uh, amazing that... Because that show was so good. This was obviously the, the dud of that pay-per-view. I mean, um, I, I hope they just end this feud here. Because... You know, no, we've seen we, t- we said that last year about Wrestling's Greatest Tag oh, Team. Oh, yeah, we, we've, seen ti- we've seen Titus wrestle Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team so many times now. It's just, it's just getting a bit boring. It seems I mean, like... Resident Greatest Tag Team always wrestles whoever they're feuding with way, 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 way too many times. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know why yeah. they haven't split them up into singles matches more, especially Benjamin, who is, you know, on his own, he's probably one of the better sort of technical wrestlers on the roster. I just still don't understand why he hasn't had I mean, more singles matches. In this tag team, no one really cares about Benjamin because Haas is just such a great heel and gets so much heat. No one really cares when Benjamin walks out. Well, it, it, used to, it used to be that everyone was like, oh, you know, get rid of Charlie Haas and let Shelton be on his own. But now everyone is, everyone loves Haas because his new character is so awesome. And Benjamin's just sort of there. He doesn't really, mm. he doesn't really do much. He, he doesn't even know. have a T-shirt, you know, with what he said on it or anything. Haas has his asshole yeah. shirt that we still need to get royalties for. Oh, Russell's Greatest Tag Team defeated the BG Express at Glory by Honor. 
With so, a double powerbomb. Yes, so it's, I'm trying to figure out what's going to happen in the tag team title match because I, I believe whatever happens in this match could influence happens in the title match because whoever wins the title match is going to need some more challengers after this. And I believe whoever's going to win this match would be you know next in line uh, to challenge. Both, both of these teams just need to stay away from the tag team titles because BJ Express yeah. aren't tag team title material. And they shouldn't even. I'm I'm hoping that the BJ Express is just a temporary team simply for this feud, you know, to give Rhett someone to help him against Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team. And once this is over, Rhett will go back to being a singles guy. I, I really just hope this, you know. That yeah, team... I, I think. I mean, I've said before. I think the plan all along was just to let. Rhett run with it on his own but I think they noticed soon after King left that he wasn't sort of his old self and was struggling a bit um, so yeah maybe he, they are sort of waiting for him to get back to 100% and then yeah, maybe uh, I, I still think they'll probably have another match after this one they'll probably have another match at the uh, anniversary. anniversary show because you know Ring of Honor like, especially if wrestling's greatest tag team their, their fuse just seem to last forever because they haven't got a clue what to do with them because they're on you know they're on should imagine probably you know some of the best money on the whole roster, so they've got to use them. Mm. It's just, I mean, last know. time wasn't it? You know, one chair attack at Best in the World 2011. That that oh, or was yeah. it 2010 that caused that feud to go on for so long? I mean, what yeah. what happened here that has caused this? That's what I want to know. Well, well, we'll find out on Sunday. Yeah, and if we don't, then we'll find out in a few months' time, and <laughs> we'll just keep going. Anniversary, yeah. Or maybe we'll never find out. Who knows? Is that, I hope is that's that... what happens. I hope it just ends on a cliffhanger. <laughs> um, moving on. Um, I feel I don't know. I feel like we should be talking about this match last because it's almost the main event in my eyes. Prince Nana versus R. D. Evans. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you know, me and John. I don't know if you listened last week, Steve, and we were talking about how excited we were, and it might have came across like we were being sarcastic, like we often are on here. It did a but bit. But we... I knew you weren't because. I know I, I'm excited, so I thought you would be as well. Yeah, we, we genuinely are excited for this. I mean, it's quite strange. No, I'm not joking when I say this is literally probably the match I'm looking forward to the most. Yes, even this, even this, more than it, like, even more than Ladder War. This isn't going to be the best technical match, but this is probably be by far the most entertaining match mm. Ring of Honor probably put on this year, next year. Or the you year know, after that. I just, I just hope there's some microphone in the ring so they can both talk while it's going on because you know, these two on the mic are fantastic. But you know, getting them fighting as well. Oh, they should, they should make it even, an I quit match. Oh <laughs> yes. Even seeing Artie Evans wrestle elsewhere, his actions just as a wrestler and his body language as a wrestler is funny enough in and of itself that he doesn't really need to say much for, to be entertaining. He's Artie Evans, just that good. And when you add Prince Nana's just over-the-top, just hilarity, this match should be amazing. Yeah, I don't really know what else to say about this because I'm just sort of speechless. It's just, I mean, who do you think is going to win here? Will God's gift to professional wrestling, QT Marshall, get involved here? Yeah, I, I, think, so. I think he will, and then I think it will lead to Nana sort of recruiting someone, I don't know who, but and then they'll probably just sort of have Nana's guy against QT Marshall for a few months and then Ooh. sort of to, to bridge over until Champa comes back and then hopefully Champa will destroy QT Marshall and get rid of him. Yeah, forever. <laughs> <laughs> just injure him or something. I've been you know, saying for months that we've still got that receipt from this gift. Just just return it. We don't want it. Um, <laughs> yeah, can we, can we, can we re-gift him? <laughs> so... 
I mean, do you think does that mean you think Ardy Evans is going to pick up the win here? I yeah, I, I, I think probably you know Cuthy Marshall will distract Nana, you know, with some peanut butter soup or Prince you know, yeah, something will happen and, and Nana will get uh, distracted and then I think Evans will sneak a victory and, as I said, it'll probably lead to some sort of Nana's guy against QT Marshall type mm-hmm. of thing. But, yeah, next pick. As long as Nana's involved somewhere. You know, it'll, so. be, it'll be gold, won't it? So. Yeah, because he definitely... Do, I mean, you know, if this does lead to Nana's guy versus QT Marshall, do you think, you know, Nana and Ardy Evans being involved will offset how awful QT Marshall is, both in the ring and on the mic? Quite possibly. I don't think Prince anything Nana. can <laughs> Maybe Prince Nana will recruit the headbangers, <laughs> and they and they will feud with Beauty Marshall. I mean, I, I don't know. Just think of what could happen. Uh, moving on with the card, unless you have any more comments. No, about... let's move on after what you've just said. Okay, we have the uh, the Man Beast. I think that's his current name, Rhino. Oh, who used to be Nana's bodyguard. Um, taking on. The man, simply known as unbeatable, Jay Lethal. And uh, me and John were saying last week, I genuinely don't think he has lost any match since we started calling him that. So, you know, no. it's not just a gimmick, it's it's real life, this. He is unbeatable. But um, there's no point the asking... Last match he actually, I think the last match he actually lost was the World Total oh. match at the uh, Homecoming, homecoming show, which was, yeah, which was almost a year ago. Do you think, oh, we've got to work out, if you can get a year-long undefeated streak, that's something to be proud of. What yeah, I don't get it, is they never it, mention this. Like, it's never made apparent that he's so, like, this streak... Because they took so long to give him a title shot. So if they, if they kept saying he's, you know, he's got the most victories than anyone on the roster, they'd look a bit stupid for not well, giving him a title shot, especially when they wanted to get rid of Steen as well. Mm. Mm. So, uh, I mean, I'm guessing asking you who you think is going to win this is a redundant question, being as he's unbeatable, Jay Lethal. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll talk about what, you know, what about the whole Survivor of the Fittest thing when we talk about the main event. But what about this match? What are you expecting in... Who, who, oh. Ignore my second question, but what, what are you expecting? I think this could be better than I, I, I can. I, you know, I think a lot of people will think this is going to be rubbish because, well, I know a lot of people don't particularly like Rhino, and I know me and John are <coughs> Rhino fans, but that on paper, I don't think these two really sort of, you know, mesh well. But I've got, a, you know, both guys are experienced. Both guys have put on good matches in the past, so I think they'll put, up, you know, put off quite a good show. I think they'll surprise a few people. So, um, yeah, I think it's kind of obvious that Lethal's going to win because there's no reason for Rhino to win. And it'll be interesting to see if Rhino sticks around with, you know, the House of Truth sort of disbanding and him leaving Martini. Mm. It'll be interesting to see if he sticks around because I, mean, I think I think he can be a, an asset, but it, it all depends how they use him, really. If they're just going to have him, you know, just have a match here and there like Homicide, then there's not much point, really, because he doesn't really add much in that type of role. But, mm. um, yeah, I think this match will surprise a few people and... Yeah, unbeatable Jay Lethal will, will pick up the win. And I suppose it, it does sort of further his whole sort of killer instinct thing that he's beaten someone like Rhino, who's obviously quite a dominant guy. So, yeah, I think it'd be better than people expect. I completely agree. There we go. Yeah, I don't think there's anything more we can add on that. Uh, moving on, we have um, in his sort of farewell to Ring of Honor, Jerry Lynn. We'll take on the prodigy, Mike Bennett. Um, uh, I don't know about this. I mean, 
Bennett, what what are they doing with Bennett? I mean, this time last year, you know, you go back 12 months. We all said on this podcast, I don't know what number that would be, Mike Bennett is going to win the title this Sunday at Final Battle 2011, the TV title. We thought it was all guaranteed, but then unbeatable Jay Lethal kept it. You know, Mike Bennett kept getting rematches, kept losing. We Every single time he got a rematch, we thought, oh, he's actually going to get the belt here. But he never did. Then he sort of floundered for a bit and did nothing. Then he beat Lance Storm twice, which you'd think would be a big deal. And then he just sort of has done nothing since. And now he he's had that this. sort of mini feud of Eddie Edwards that. No, yeah, oh, he had the, the only mini feud with Mike Mondo. Was... It's good check time. Yeah. Yeah. The only positive thing that came out of the Edwards feud was the Bob Evans appearance. Oh, yeah, that's very true. But, um,. You know, I mean, I'm assuming that Mike Bennett's going to get the win here because it would make no sense. You know, Jerry Lynn's on his so-called retirement tour. Um, there's no point in him coming in and beating Mike Bennett. That's going to do nothing. But in the same, you know, will Bennett beating Lynn do anything for him if Ring of Honor don't capitalize on it? Yeah, they're going to have to capitalize on it unlike they have in the past because I think that loss last year when he failed to get the TV title has done a ton of damage to him because mm. it seemed like a perfect fit for him with his character, the way it was and the way he was built up. It seemed like the perfect fit of the perfect time for him to become the TV champion. Mm. And since he didn't get that, he's just kind of wandered around the lower card, just doing a, a lot of nothing. Mm. And I think a win over somebody like Jerry Lynn, who I'm glad is back for just this one last match, you know, he's a former ring of honor champion. I'm glad you know they were able to work something out to bring him in this one last time at a show of this caliber. Mm. It, it is quite disappointing though that whenever they seem to get someone like this, he's coming in for like a last match. Like you know, Lance Storm had his three appearances, which you know you you think would be his last the way it ended. You know now Joe Lynn, and they just keep picking Bennett. I mean, surely, I I just think there would have been better opponents for Lynn, I mean, unless they have a plan already in place, you know, all right, Bennett's going to win this, and then, you know, heading into next year, perhaps they're going to build him up as a, a TV title challenger for Cole, maybe? Because I, I could see him maybe beating Cole in the long run, and then Cole moves on to the world title, you know, next summer or something. Yeah. Mm, I, I don't think, I don't personally think they've put, you know, got any plans. I think they just, they booked Jerry Lee, and then they just thought, who, who have we got left who hasn't got a, a plan match? And, and Bennett sort of fit in, you know, fits into it, having already beaten Storm, and you know, maybe he could you know, start some sort of like legend killer sort of, you know, gimmick or not that anyone's ever used that before. But um, <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that idea. No, nah. um, but yeah, I, mean, I agree with what John said. I think they they really missed the boat on Bennett last last year. I just see no reason why Lethal kept hold of the belt because <clears throat> I mean he'd he'd been champion for a while and there was just no. He wasn't getting anything from the title, and the title wasn't getting anything from him holding it. So, and I think that's when Bennett was probably at his uh, his best as well, like in terms of uh, crowd reaction as well. And obviously, he just um, introduced Maria as well. So I think that was a perfect time to give him the belt and give him a chance to run with it. But they didn't. And as you say, since then, you know, he's had a couple of big wins against Storm, but hasn't you know hasn't done anything since then. And they just they just don't you know don't know what to do with Bennett. And I think it's been a big waste. I think I did a an article on the website a few weeks ago, sort of talking about how they've, you did, yeah. how they've missed uh, opportunities with Bennett to really push him up the card and make him, uh, you know, a, a, a very, you know, very solid sort of mid card in the TV title uh, picture. And uh, you know, if if he does beat, well, he should beat Jerry Lynn, as you said. There's no reason for Jerry Lynn to win, really, because 
you know, it's going to be one of his last matches. His, his last match in ROH. There's, there'd be no reason for him to win. Uh, but then there's obviously I've seen rumours that Bennett might be leaving soon as well. So yeah, there's um, rumours he'll be going to the <laughs> WWE apparently. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I still don't know how that would work, but that's probably another discussion for another yeah, time. I think he'll definitely win, but I just I, I think they've personally I think that they've missed their chances with Bennett, and I just I can't see him get into the sort of level where he, he maybe should have. And I think sooner or later he'll be he'll probably be gone because I just don't. Don't think that they know what to do with him. So uh, I think in the future, yeah, in, in in terms of future uh, sort of plans, I don't think they've really got anything planned. And uh, in terms of the match, I mean, I think Bennett's match against Storm, you know, all three matches against Storm were pretty good. And the first one was the best, but then they did, you know, they did too too many. Yeah, I think so. The yeah. first one was very good, and I, I think there's there's no reason why him and Lin can't have a a match as good as uh, him and Storm. So should, I think another one. This probably surprised a few people because I think a lot of people are still down on Bennett. So uh, I think it'd be a good match, but I, I don't see it really sort of pushing Bennett into any sort of uh, major push or anything. Mm. John, any more comments to add before we move on? No, I just hope they use this as a platform for Bennett to do bigger and better things because I think he's talented enough to do more than he's doing now, despite what a lot of people think. Okay, well, so we'll move on with the card. Um, up next, we have a uh, a tag team match. We have the return of the American Wolves. Um, has this even been confirmed yet? I think it might have been confirmed on this week's TV. But okay. It's definitely Which going we've all watched... <laughs> For the record, um, we have the American Wolves, David Richards and Eddie Edwards reuniting. And uh, it was only a year ago that you know they were falling out, and Dan Seven and his mustache were all involved. And oh god, we had all that. That was that was I brilliant, wasn't completely it? Completely forgot that ever happened. Yeah, how could like, you? We I... talked about Dan Seven every week for about a month on this podcast. And Mabel, I forgot Mabel existed. Oh yeah, the, so <laughs> many Mabel references. But anyway. <laughs> The American Wolves are teaming up to take on Team Amphishing, as I explained earlier, uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. This should be fantastic, I hope. It should be, and I think we should point out that we we had this scoop a few months ago when we, uh, well, you two interviewed Debbie Richards and he can more or less confirmed that the American Wolves are going to be coming back sooner rather than later, so... You know, RH World is the place for scoops. It's, you know, we don't make up things, we, we bring you the scoops. Direct from the wrestlers as well, just just live on the podcast. They're sort of anonymous source. They're just like, oh yeah, the American Wolves are coming back. Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of the match, it should be it should be really good. You know, I, I think the American Wolves probably shouldn't have ever been uh, sort of uh, disbanded. No, uh, not in the way with that happened anyway with Dan. No, it's, yeah, it's just such a stupid way to do it. I and mean, they could have kept them together, even you know that they were sort of uh, you know having their matches uh, mm. with. With, with their gimmicks, I don't, there was no reason to sort of uh, disband them. But you know, it happened, and I think you know, Davey sort of made clear that he wasn't very happy with it. And um, I, I think him and Eddie, you know, are not going to be near the world title picture for quite some time. So it makes just it makes perfect sense to have them back together. And now, yeah, I was going to ask you guys: Do you think this is a, a permanent, like you know, reformation of the Wolves, or is it just a yeah. one night only? I think it'll lead to a permanent run. Uh, I think the tag team division needs some sort of spark as well. And, Definitely, you know, they've, yeah. they've introduced sort of two new teams now. Into and, yeah, two very good potential teams there. So, you know, even more reason to get rid of the BJ Express now. Yeah, and 
you know, Team Ambition, I think they, they'll be, uh, they'll turn out to be really good as well. I mean, uh, O'Reilly, I think, deserves more than what he's, he's got recently in ROH. And Bobby Fisher's, you know, I've not seen much of him, but from what I've seen, he looks he looks promising. So I think those two can can uh, work good as a team. So this match should be really, really good. I'm actually looking forward to this one because I don't really sort of know what to expect from Fisher and O'Reilly. So it's sort of, uh, you know, going in sort of the un- unknown a bit. But, uh, you know, Edwards and, and Richards are so good that they, they could get a good match with their... Uh, no, with the headbangers, really. So uh... <laughs> you just wait till that happens at the next TV taping <laughs> for the Irish World Tag Team Titles at the 11th anniversary show. <laughs> that's a spoiler for you. That, that's the scoop right there. You smell that? Oh, but the hell that hospital smell. So that everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Harry actually remembered that he had an emergency vajazzle appointment. Uh, we believe he's gone for a cornet face uh, design, uh, which is. Uh, I'm sure it'll be, you know, it'll be very good. You know, I'm, I'm sure it'll he'll be, be. It'll be talk of the town when he goes out and hits the clubs tonight. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be sending us pictures later, but I won't be accepting those. Um, anyway, uh, we'll leave Harry to his uh, appointment. Uh, so... that, that'll be on. That'll be on the ROH Cast After Dark <laughs> podcast. That'll be on our um, 18 plus website. There'll be pictures of that. Um, anyway, uh, where were we? We were talking about the uh, American Wolves and Team Amphition match. Um, I suppose, in terms of who's going to win, I mean, uh, who do you think is going to win this one? Uh, I'm thinking probably the American Wolves. It's their big return. It wouldn't make any sense for them not to win. And a loss to, for Team Ambition wouldn't be that damaging when it comes to a team like the American Wolves. Yeah, and I think with the build-up has basically been Davey sort of being embarrassed by uh, O'Reilly and Fish as well. So... I mean, I think this feud is going to last for quite a while. As I said, you know, it's it's probably going to lead to O'Reilly and Richards matches and Fish and uh, Edwards. So uh, I think this, you know, the match sort of opens up so many different things. So uh, yeah, I think American Wars will win on their return. But this, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. That should be a really good match. Uh, next up, we have uh, Michael Algin taking on Roderick Strong. Uh, dissension in the House of Truth has come to a head, and we're finally going to see. These two face off uh, what seems about five years after this uh, all started. but uh, They've been feuding since 1993. <laughs> they have. Um, oh, I'm so glad we're finally seeing this match. It's been so long. and I think it's it's almost been too long. As... Yeah, but I was about to say that exact same thing. Yeah, it's sort of... Too long to where I don't care, but... Yeah, it's sort of... It's one of those things where you've waited so long for it. It's sort of, oh, I'm not really bothered about seeing it anymore. But, you know, it should be a great match. I mean... Elgin always puts on great matches, and uh, obviously, you know, Roddy's a great worker as well. And it's it'd be interesting to see how these two sort of mesh, because obviously, you know, Elgin's more the sort of big power guy, and, and Strong uses a lot of sort of power moves as well. So it'd be interesting to see how these two uh, mesh together. And again, Elgin, I think. Sorry. Yeah, Elgin's body size kind of reminds me of Eric Stevens from back in the day. Yeah. Elgin's a little bit bigger, but Roddy Strong and, Ed, and uh, Eric Stevens always had those just really intense, just crazy matches with each other and i'm I have a feeling we're going to see something along those lines again here at final battle 2012 doomsday mm, i think a lot of people have been drawing that uh sort of um what's the word i can't think comparison of yes it comparison uh yeah Algin does you know he's physically quite a lot like uh, eric stevens and yeah as you said strong and stevens had such a good uh sort of feud and series of matches that uh that bodes well for this one hopefully it will be uh 
be a, a good match. And what do you see happening with Truth Martini? I mean, do you? I, I wish he was the special guest referee. <laughs> that would be brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't know what to expect from him in this situation. It it's going to be great no matter what he does because everything he does is just golden. Mm. I mean, but I, I, who knows what he's going to do? I think he. I, I mean, does he side with Roderick and sort of reunite with, with Roddy or every scene? He, he, yeah, he, he probably kind of plays it cool during the match. Then after the match, he tries to go congratulate the winner, which is more than likely going to be Michael Elgin. Then Elgin hits him with, I don't know, some kind of some kind of something. Hmm. I, mean, I, I, I don't see Martini sort of siding with Elgin. That's, I mean, obviously that wouldn't really make sense with Elgin being face and all, but yeah. I guess I, you I, know, I see... You know, uh, Martini trying to suck up to Elgin after the match or something, and then Elgin just not having any of it and throwing him out of the way or something along those lines. Yeah, I, th- I think Martini's too good not to have around. I mean, similar to Nana, really. They're both so so good that I mean, they have to be involved in some aspect. And maybe they could have some sort of situation where he sort of, as you say, sort of tries to grovel to Elgin, and Elgin sort of takes him out, and maybe he disappears for a couple of months, and then. Uh, you know, maybe Strong and Elgin have another match, maybe the 11th anniversary, and uh, Martini comes back and sort of costs Elgin the match or something uh, to sort of, you know, get back at him and sort of reunite him with Strong. You know, maybe that could happen. But the, another one, this is uh, similar to the American Wolves and uh, Team Man Fishing match. This, this should be a really good match, and on paper it looks good. And as you say, with the uh, comparisons with the Strong and uh, Stevens matches, I think we're, we're into, in for a good match here. Um... Next match, we will see your favourite wrestler, Matt Hardy, take on uh, TV champion Adam Cole. But this is not for the TV title. This is. Uh, I don't understand why they would just wouldn't make it for the TV title unless Matt Hardy is going to go over. And uh, I, th- I think the only thing maybe is that they didn't want it to be, you know, didn't want the outcome to be so obvious. I think if it was for the TV title, I mean, you'd hope that Ring of Honor wouldn't be stupid enough to book. Hardy is a TV champion in, in Ring of Honor and I think you know the title being on the line would make this too obvious so I guess you know I guess not having the title on the line makes it a bit more unpredictable um, I, I, I mean, guess I, I, so but if if Cole wins then I still I don't, I don't see the point yeah I, I, I do get your point I mean it, I mean we don't know how long Hardy's going to stick around for. We don't know if this is a if it's a one shot thing. Then obviously Cole's going to go over. But I mean they they have built this up quite a lot. So I I won't be surprised to see Hardy stick around for at least you know a few months and have a couple of matches. But um, I, I mean I, I don't I don't really see the point of him winning this match. Especially I mean if he's going to become full time member of the roster, which I seriously doubt, then maybe you could make a case him winning the match. But you know, a guy with his history and stuff. I don't, even if he loses, I think he can continue to have a few matches in Ring of Honor and it not really affect him. So I think I think Cole needs. You know, I think it would really, really hurt Cole to lose this match. So I think he needs to win this one. Yeah, what kind of match do you expect here? I don't know. I mean, I I'm not a big fan of Matt Hardy, but I mean, I I think he can deliver still deliver you know deliver a good match in the ring and obviously Cole has put on some really good matches so again I think this is going to be one that sort of surprises a few people I think people have just saw Matt Hardy and you know they probably haven't seen for quite a while and and you know similar to me have sort of bad memories of his last appearances like in TNA and stuff where he was about shape and just didn't really look on the money I mean I know I've heard a lot of stuff about him sort of you know getting back in shape and he looks like you know he looks good again so. 
yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting one. I just, I hope they don't, you know, stick too much on the whole, you know, or Adam Cole is a, you know, everyone thinks Adam Cole is a younger version of Matt Hardy because no one has ever said that. I just hope that. No, it, it would have made more sense if Matt Hardy, like, I had a lot of success when I was younger. Everybody else had things they have had a lot of success, but he's no me or something like that. Instead of trying yeah. to draw a comparison that's not there. Yeah, it, it it just makes them look like they're trying to force a match for no, you know, they're, they're just trying to come up with a reason for the match. Whereas you said, you know, they could have just done, you know, this kid thinks he's, you know, the best in independent wrestling and, you know, I was much better at his age or whatever, rather than saying something that isn't true and everyone thinks that Adam Cole's a young Matt Hardy because I've not heard I've it. never heard that. I've heard yeah. young Shawn Michaels. Hmm. Just never a young <laughs> Matt. I don't Hardy. think, if, I mean, Adam Cole is a guy that a lot of people you know, think, you know, that they, they, they like him. So if you liked someone, you wouldn't say, oh, he's a young Matt Hardy. That, <laughs> I think that's a, you know, that's a slur more than a praise. So, um, yeah. It's not like, like you wouldn't compare a good young quarterback to Blaine Gabbert. It's very true. Or, a, or, or Chad Henney. Or example. Chad Henney. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think this match will be good. Um, I just, I hope we don't see Hardy go over because I think that might, Cause some sort of right, and it'll be interesting to see what sort of reaction. I'm excited Hardy to see the reaction Hardy's yeah, going to get. I think he's going to get a really bad reaction. But... Oh God, yes. I mean, Do you uh... think you'll have Rebby Sky with him? Um, I don't. Th- I don't know. Maybe. I that. I suppose that could cause a bit more heat. I guess. Uh, I, I hope s- so. It'd be t- similar to sort of the Bennett and Maria kind of thing, wouldn't it? Where, you know, but yeah, I mean, I suppose that that that'd be a possibility and. If that That's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> that'd be the highlight of the match, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think this will be better than people expect. And but I think maybe it's, it's not going to live up to some of the other matches on the card. But um, but I think as like a special attraction kind of yeah match, I think it's going to be very good. I think it's, yeah. it's turned to be a really solid match. Mm. I mean, I think a lot of people when it was announced that Hardy was going to be a final, but everyone was think was thinking, oh, he's going to be facing Steen. So. I think we should just uh, be be glad that he's only you know Thank only facing Cole and uh, but yeah it should it should be a good match I think. Um, moving now on to the uh, tag team title match, which will see Scum defend against the Briscoe Brothers and C and C. This is a, this is a weird kind of match. I I sort of don't really know what to expect from this, but it's again with it, you know the, all, the teams on paper look good, so it should it should turn out to be a good match. Yeah, every team individually is a good team, but I'm not sure how a match like this yeah. is going to play out. I mean, I, I believe it's a sort of first first fall to a finish match. It's not going to be a um, an elimination match. So it's you know, but all all teams are going to be involved at all you know all times. So um, could cause could cause chaos, but I, I I think these will I think they'll deliver. I think this. Uh, I'm not sure why they didn't just do, you know, CNC against Scum. I mean, I suppose the Bristol's had to do something. And um, I mean, I, I, I personally wouldn't see the point really in giving the Briscoes the belts at, at this point in time. I don't think they really sort of need the belts. Um, I think I'd, I'd like to see CNC get the belts next after Scum. And yeah, I really hope CNC walks out with the belts because they've really stepped their game up throughout this past year, and they've put on. Good match after good match after good match after good match after good match. And I hope to see him rewarded for their effort with a run 
even if it's a short run, even if they're just holding it for the American Wolves to take it from them, I think Coleman and Alexander definitely deserve some kind of title run for the solid year they've had this year. And plus, as much as I like Scum, they're not doing too much with the belts. Uh, an eighth title reign wouldn't do anything for the Briscoes. So just let CNC have their moment at Final Battle. Yeah, I completely agree. I think, you know, when they first came into Ring of Honor, I wasn't completely sure about them. I didn't think they looked that great, but they've improved so much since then. And you know, every single match they, you know, they put on is a, is a good one. And the crowd seems to be more into them every single every single match. So, as you say, I think, I mean, the, the Scum title reign was just basically just to coincide with the Steen sort of run and, you know, make Scum look a sort of, uh, you know, a more of a formidable unit that holding all the belts. So, or at least, uh, you know, world title and tag team title. So, I, I, I can see them lose. I don't know if they'll lose it here. Uh, I, I suppose it depends on what happens to Steen. Cause I, I can see them lose both, you know, all losing their belts at the same time sort of thing. Um, mm. But, you know, regardless of who wins uh, on Sunday, I, I, as you say, I definitely hope CNC are, are the next champions because I think they, uh, they, you know, they could really, they could really boost them. And as you said, even if it's just a short title reign, then um, it'll just give something fresh to the tag team title sort of uh, picture because, you know, the Briscoes don't really need another run at this point in time. Um, you know, as good as they are, I don't, I don't think it would really boost them or help the tag team titles, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, but the, as, you, as you said, you know, on paper, all these teams individually are very good. So uh, hopefully this will turn out to be a good match as well. And the main event, which some might say should have been R.D. Evans and Prince Nana, but uh, they've decided the main event will be... Kevin Steen defending his RH World title against Al Generico in a ladder war. Yeah, I'm not sure what else we can say about this. That's already been said, you know. Yeah, there's, there's just been so much said about, you know, obviously all the matches they've had in the past. I mean, this should be intense. It should be amazing. So, as you say, there's just there's, there's so much been spoken about these two guys and their rivalry in the past that... Apart from saying it's going to be brilliant, I'm not sure else what you what else you, you can say. Yeah, this is the only main event they could have made for this year's final battle where people everybody would have been excited for it. And I know people are saying they've had this match a ton elsewhere, but Ring of Honor can't control what no. other companies <laughs> piggyback off of to book their shows. So no, I, 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 don't, I don't see. I mean, they're, they're so good that. You know that they could have a match more, more or less every pay per view, and you wouldn't get sick of seeing them. They're just such good opponents, and they've got such history that I don't think them having another match is, is you know, anything to sort of moan about. And as you said, you know, I think this was the own this was the only match that could have been booked in this position of final battle because I think it was either, we were either going to get this or we we're going to get Steen and Lethal. And while Steen and Lethal would have been a good match, I think you know final battle main event. You know, Steen and, and Generico's history is all at, all at final battle. So, and this was just the sensible decision to put these two in in the match at, at final battle. And you know, all, all stemming from that, you know, the, the after uh, aftermath of the um, Gloriana pay per view, where you know, obviously uh, Steen opens the box and it's the Generico mask, and and that was just brilliant. So, um, obviously Generico hasn't appeared on TV, so he's not personally sort of hyped it up. But I don't think this. This few. It really didn't need too much. No. Outside, <laughs> I mean, it... Yeah, I mean, they've a couple of sort of video packages, and I know they've they've put the thing on the on YouTube today, sort of uh, a final battle sort of preview, and there's a, quite a bit on Generico and Steen. So um, 
yeah, it didn't really need much building up to me, which is probably another reason why they've they've decided to go with it a final battle. Um, I suppose that the big talking point is who's who's going to win, and I suppose we should look back as well at, at Jay Lethal. Obviously, he has the uh, survival of the fittest uh, title shot. I know what you're going to say, and I don't <laughs> want you to say it. He's he's not allowed to challenge Steen for the title while he's champion, uh, as per the uh, as per what you know the the. What Steen demanded after the whole Killer Instinct uh, fiasco, uh, but he has claimed that he will fight the world champion um, on Sunday night. So, what happens here? We've got the Harry scenario. Harry is absolutely for sure. He's convinced that this is going to happen. That Generico he's, he's actually getting that bejazzled on him. <laughs> he's he's getting a picture of Lethal beating down Generico. Um, but yeah, he, he thinks Generico is going to beat Sting for the title, and then Lethal is going to sort of do a Money in the Bank cash in rundown and just beat Generico, and New York City is going to burn down. So um, because of the riots. But how, how do you I, see this? I, I would fly up to New York just to riot. I've always, <laughs> well, one, I've always wanted to be part of a riot. <laughs> Sounds like fun. And two, I'd actually have a reason to riot. Um, yeah, I, I, I would love to be involved in this. Um, I hope Macklin's like one the the right at the front and sort of throwing fireballs everywhere. But um, in your opinion, if just, he's just launching fireballs like he's Mario, <laughs> um, if the Harry scenario doesn't happen, who wins this match? I, I personally think Steen will retain, and Steen will go on to face Lethal at the eleventh anniversary show. I, Do you see this panning out? Yeah, that's how I see it. I would love to see Generico win it. Oh, but I, I don't see Generico appearing regularly enough in Ring of Honor going forward for him to have the title. And no matter what happens in this match, whether Steen wins, Generico wins, this is the it's, it's the perfect closure to this feud. Yeah. And I, I see Steen winning here and then go, taking the belt to... What's the next paper? The eleventh anniversary show. Yeah, I, I see you taking it there, and then Lethal taking the belt off Steen there. I, I think of... Nigel will get involved and sort of make it so Steen has to face Lethal because there's no other way they can get around that really, apart from doing what Harry says. And we don't want—I mean, we don't want New York to burn down. I mean, well, Honestly, some people, who cares about some people might do. I mean, you know, I don't live there. I don't care about it. <laughs> yeah, it's. We still have the Midwest of America, you know. We still yeah, got... which is everything but New York. <laughs> Pretty much, and Maine as well. Maine's not there. <laughs> Maine might get burned down as well. And I don't know if is that next to New York. I think that's close to New York. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm getting better. I'm getting better at this. But um, yeah, I, I think we've you know everything's been said about this match. It should be absolutely brilliant. Uh, really looking forward to it almost as much as the Nana and R.D. Evans match. Uh, not quite. <laughs> not quite. Uh, but yeah, um, so in you know in total that this when you look at the card, it's it's probably one of the better cards on paper that Ring of Honor has put out in a, in quite some time, I think. Oh, absolutely. Even when we were looking over the spoilers for this, just the way it was all panning out, we were getting excited then. Mm. And now that it's what five days away as we record this, it's I'm I I can't wait to watch it. It's yeah. Just, on paper, this is the best Ring of Honor part of the year i think if not longer than that yeah i think definitely the 
of 2012 and I'd probably say for yeah maybe even a couple of years I think this hopefully it'll it'll come out and and you know be as good as as it looks it, it like it could be on paper um you know quite a f- well, about four or five of the matches have you know sort of storylines behind them and, and build and you know, there's quite a few matches where you can't really you know you couldn't really say for definite who's going to win which is you know, always good and obviously we've got Prince Nana wrestling as well so that bumps you know a card up you know, th- three or four notches as well so uh, yeah really looking forward to this it's on Sunday evening um, December the 16th at 2pm Eastern which is 7 o'clock UK time um, 1 1pm 1 Central I believe 1pm Central and then something 12pm Mountain Time 11am Pacific Time there's a, there's a Mountain Time wow where, who who lives in mountain time? People in the, around the Rocky Mountains. It's it's I guess like Colorado. It's it's, it's weird states, man. I don't I don't understand it. Wow, mountain. I'd love to live in mountain time. That'd be brilliant. Stay one lives in mountain time. I would, anyway, I'd, I would either want to live in the Eastern time or the Western time or the Pacific time zone. I mean, because then you're kind of just stuck in the middle everywhere else. Yeah, I just I just don't understand how a country can have four different time zones, but. That's me. America. That's really all. That's really the only reason because we're America. Well, you have to change the date, so you've got to have four different bloody time zones. And yeah, and we apparently say pecan or pecan. Weird. Yeah, it's pecan. I've never heard anybody say pecan before. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, that's weird. Well, that that's the final battle rundown. We've probably gone a bit too long with that one, but um, anyway. Uh, We'll now move on to listener questions. I believe we've got quite a few. Um, unfortunately, we can't have any music as, as Harry's gone off for his uh, vajazzle, so uh, the the music isn't available to me at this time. But uh, we've got a few questions. Uh, a couple on Facebook. Macklin asks, besides Ladder War and Nana Evans, what other match, what other matches are you guys most looking forward to? Personally, I think the Wolves versus Team Amphishin will steal the show. Also, can't wait to meet and get my mask signed by Generico. Um, yeah, I'd probably say Wolves against Team Amphishin, apart from those two matches. I think that Absolutely. should, I think that that should be match. a really, really good match. I think that's a match that's going to go on right before intermission because they know nothing else is really going to be able to follow it. Yeah. And they want to give you know the crowd there a chance to kind of take their breath afterwards. I think this is you know 20, 25-minute match, tag team match here, and this is going to be brilliant. Hmm. But yeah, I, I was thinking that one. Then I'm looking at the card, and I think Strong and Algin could be really, really good as well. So I think both of those matches sort of join. And then even the the tag team match, tag team title match, is could be brilliant as well. So yeah, there's. there's and we even have Matt Hardy on the card. Yeah, I mean, there's there's something for everyone. There's something for people who love wrestling and people who love Matt Hardy. So um, <laughs> yeah, so all all tastes are catered for. Um. Next question is by Ken. Um, oh, these, these are troll questions. I know. Where I you're have going a question for Ken. Ken, though. You have is a question for Ken. Okay. Yeah, Ken, I'm asking you a question for me to you. Are you Ken smells good from the forum? Yes, he is. Okay. I think he is. I doubt there's many people called Ken smell. It seems a bit of a coincidence that he's Ken smell and then Ken smells good. That's actually and, quite a clever and, username. And, well, Ken. What do you smell like? Because <laughs> he smells good. Oh, I, I know, but like, what's the uh, scent? <laughs> I, I hope it's either vanilla or lavender. Are those your uh, preferred scents? Yes. Yeah, so for Christmas, everybody send me vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Right, Ken's question is, um, unfortunately he can't be here to confirm that he's Ken Smiles Good, but I'm pretty sure he is. If he's not, then I'm sure he'll send us hate mail. Um, if he is, I'll still send us hate mail. <laughs> if Bennett does get signed with WWE, I am assuming Maria will go with him. Should this be the case, how do you think Nigel will respond emotionally? Do you think he'll start making tampon jokes towards Vader Scott? I'm sure John will be very protective and, and say yeah, no. Nobody talks to my woman like that. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I mean... <laughs> yeah, but honestly, that's probably what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, probably, yeah. That's, that's quite likely it's going to happen. Um, right. On Twitter, we've got a few... Well, we've got two, actually. Uh, <laughs> we've got lots of troll questions this week. I don't know why, because we're a very serious podcast. Um, at Midnight138 says, uh, Is Michael Elgin's hair the only thing between him and a world title? Discuss. And then the hashtags mullet and <laughs> righteous shocky hair. Oh no, righteous hockey hair even. But he but, does have hockey hair. Do lots of hockey players have mullets? Oh, yeah. He, a lot of hockey players just have terrible hair, but they're so manly they don't have time to go get a good haircut. <laughs> and I think that's what Elgin's doing too. He just has so much testosterone in his body. <laughs> he, he just can't grow a good haircut. And I think that haircut was powering, powering him towards a world title myself. Yeah, if he ever gets it cut, he might just, yeah, the, the power might just drain from his body. There's got to be some reason why he's got such a terrible haircut, because it is pretty bad. I mean, he is Canadian. <laughs> Let's not go all racist on the podcast. Come on, John. <laughs> We've already said we hope New York burns down. Come on, we don't want to say anything else. Um, Calcio Farmer asks, is Matt Hardy over the injury he suffered at Extreme Rising, and will he be healthy for the final battle show? I've not heard anything to say he's not healthy. Uh, I didn't even know he was injured. So yeah, well, I, he, I don't. Know, I, I think I saw it on. Well, I saw a brief YouTube clip that he was on that one of those Extreme Rising shows, and he got pushed. He went to the top rope, and then he got pushed from the top rope to the sort of outside. But he sort of face planted against the barricade. Ow! Yeah, it looked really painful. And uh, but I'm, I'm sure he said at the time that he was, he was pretty. Yeah, you know, he wasn't too badly injured or anything. He just sort of got bruising and stuff. And I'm sure that they'd have announced by now if he wasn't going to make it. Um, you know, um, you know, the buy rates would go, you know, down by millions if he wasn't on the card. But I'm pretty sure he'll be okay. Um, right, we've got a few on the forum as well. Uh, unfortunately, Markov's not going to really make sense because he says. Uh, I don't have any questions this week. I just want to accept your apology. But I'm not really sure what we're supposed to be apologising for. And I believe Harry was the one who was going to make the apology. So, sorry, Marcus, but there's no apology here. Yeah, Harry, we've got, Harry we've got nothing to say sorry for. He he booked his the jazzling appointment at this time on purpose. I know. He wouldn't have to apologise to you. Um, he says, and give a shout out to the <laughs> a tough decision thread on the forum. Can you give us a merry Christmas while reading the best parts out to us in a funny voice? Oh, that would take absolutely ages. If you, if no one has seen this, you know this this is worth signing up on the forum for. If you head over to the general discussion part of the forum, there's a thread called "A Tough Decision," where what can only be described as he must be a troll. If yeah, it, I haven't even seen this thread. It's it's a guy basically saying that he's not sure whether he should go to final battle because his ex girlfriend and her new boyfriend are going, and her boyfriend has threatened him and he doesn't want to get in, in trouble. <laughs> Oh God, uh, that is a tough decision. Yeah, and then everybody on the forums has been 
basically calling him the word that begins with P and ends in Y. That says, yeah, basically. Um, and he's he's been getting, he's been getting very angry now. But I can only think that he's a troll because it's quite a ridiculous thread. It's it's very funny actually. It's one of the best threads we've had on the forum today, uh, which is saying something because we've had lots of good ones, like the the Sandy one that was great. Um, but yeah, so head on over to that one. Um, that's very good. Um, and we've got a, f- a question from Yimyak. Were you going to read this one out, John? Or do you want me to? Yes, I am going to read this one out. Oh, we've, before that one, actually, we've got one from DX versus NWO 1904. It's just popped up. In your opinion, which final battle was the best and which was the worst? Where do you think this year's edition will stack up to that list? Um, Last year's has to be one of the worst. What was it? Was it 2008 where we had uh, the uh, Ares and Black uh, one hour time? Was that 2008 or 2009? That was the same year that 2009 and Jericho happened. I think it was 2009, wasn't it? No, Steen and Generico was 2010, wasn't it? Oh, uh, I, I can't even... No, the year Steen turned on Generico, not like the actual match. Oh, that was... Yeah, that was, 2000, that was 2009. So maybe it was 2008 then. Actually, no, oh, I can't remember. I, I get so confused with years. I can't even remember what year we're in there. But, um... 2012? Yeah, 2012. The world ends in 10 days. Just after Charlie Haas becomes RH World Champion, the, the world's going to end. Yeah. Um, right now, John, we have the question you were going to read out. Do you have it to hand, or do you want me to? Uh, yes, just one moment. You can kill time because so, I. So you I, didn't I, have the question to hand. <laughs> no, I thought I did, but then I went looking for the other, the other thread, the uh, tough decision thread. Well, it's a question from Yimyak that. Yes, here it is. Right here. We go. here. It's a long question. It was for Harry, but he's uh, unavailable at the current time because he is getting. We I think we've discussed his uh yeah his situation quite enough. I think this question was actually supposed to be for me because I'm the one that normally talks. Yeah, I think about... I think it was for you too, but I'll read it. It's a, it's kind of a long question, so see if you can keep up. Do you feel your distaste of women's wrestling? comes from the fact that it has largely been treated as a joke in bigger companies like WWE choosing to instead hire fashion models instead of athletes. Do you think if your only experience of women's wrestling had been something like Shimmer, where women are treated with respect as actual athletes who can have good, hard-hitting matches rather than eye candy, you'd have a different view on women's wrestling? Steven? I don't... I know he's spent a lot of time writing the question out, but I don't really want to answer it because it's just going to open up a can of worms, to be honest. And I don't want to offend anyone. So I, I don't really want to answer because the, the answer's probably probably no. Just and it's, it's going to sound like I'm sexist, but I'm not. Because I don't... I'm all for, you know, women being equal and and everything, but I just... I just... I know this, and this also sounds like homoerotic as well. But I'd rather watch men do it than women do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, welcome back, Harry. How did the appointment oh, yeah, Harry go? comes back right at that point. How, how did it go? Uh, you know, the, 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 the... <laughs> what? He enjoyed it. You have to, you have the to appointment. Us, you have to send us pictures. Yeah. The appointment. It, the the appointment was good, but I've got to go back for another uh, checkup at some point. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Just let us know how that goes. We're uh, you're in our thoughts and prayers. Did, did I miss the final battle preview? 
You did. Well, you missed the second half. Did you mention my theory and call it my theory? Yes, we mentioned your theory a lot. I mean, true, I'm telling you, I called this months ago. Right, Harry, th- this question was was aimed at you anyway. So uh, I know you, you don't particularly like women's wrestling, do you? Or you don't particularly dislike it either. I, I, I did actually hear your response. Yes, um, I know. I, I, I just, uh, I don't... I don't want to sound sexist because, but that does sound sexist. I know it does, but it's not because I think women are inferior or anything. But it's just I'd rather I don't know. I just rather would rather watch men wrestle than women. <laughs> Did we uh, get to the Marcus bit? Yeah, but oh yeah, you, you have to you have to apologise to him because I didn't know what we had to apologise for. I'd like to apologise to Macklin to Macklin to Macklin to Macklin. I did this earlier. the same, you know. To Marcus. I, I like think to you apologize to Macklin, too. No. Uh, I like <laughs> to apologize to Marcus as we had to remove his SIG on the forum due to the um, ROH World investors stating that we cannot have ad uh, advertisements alongside violence on our website. And Marcus SIG did portray some violence. So it had to be removed. But it was not our call. It was the investors. So Even though it has been apolog- there for about six months. And as a protest, he has not sent any troll questions this week, I believe. Well, screw you, Marcus. We don't need you. You need us. Mm. Did we talk about the thread? Yes, we bri- we briefly went over is it. Why did I even come back now? Is this the end of the show? Why am yeah, I even this here? this is the this? end. I don't know why you've come back. I still what cannot find said? this freaking thread. I've been looking for it for the past ten minutes, and I can't find it. It's general discussion. It's not in Ring of Honor discussion. Well, anyway, we've we've gone over all the... All the questions we've had in, um, we've spoken oh, about. We've spoken about final battle, so I suppose we should wrap up the show. Harry, do you want to wrap it up? Seeing as John, why did you tell me it was not too late for me to come back? If it's the end of the show, come on, let's go, let's go, go. let's keep our professionalism. We are. Don't we have another question after the women's wrestling question? Yeah, it was the DX NWO, but we spoke about it before. Oh, we just get that. Oh, we already did that. Okay. So while John goes to enjoy the um, a tough decision thread. Uh, I suppose we'll we'll let you go for this week. Um, remember Sunday final battle. Who, who, who's the host of the show? I am now, seeing as you went. What kind your appointment. of? What kind of? Two p.m. Sunday. Two p.m. Eastern final battle, 2012. Uh, lots 11 a.m. Pacific. Mountain, mountain time, time, something. Uh, seven, seven p.m. England. Yeah, seven o'clock UK. Eight o'clock most of Europe. I think it's eight a.m. in Hawaii if you're living there. Something like um, 2 a.m. in Australia or something. Anyway, no, it's at various times all over the yeah. world. But uh, this brings an end to episode 67 of our Edgecast. I have no idea if it was good or not because I missed half of it. I'm assuming it was great, you know, and the second half was completely awful. Uh, I can only assume. So uh, uh, hopefully it'll be better on this Thursday when we're speaking with none other than Prince Nana. And hopefully I won't have any brownouts during that one. So... Uh, Yeah, we hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you all next week. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to start the show with a sniff, but uh, hello everyone, I'm Harry. Oh my god, what the hell am I doing? (laughs) I think I had a stroke or something. It was that sniff. That whoever sniffed, it completely threw me off completely from the script. Who sniffed? I didn't hear a sniff. I didn't sniff. Well, I I heard a sniff noise, and I was like, who is that interrupting my intro with a sniff?
All right, let's do that all again. 